Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Ed Arkansas is a good guy and um, still is this day hadn't changed a bit. Same guy he was uh, when he was 18 as he is now, which I'm not sure of it. Now, Greg, are you 50, are you 56, 57? I'm 56, Baz. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, you're a young man. Of course, we're talking to Greg Thomas. Uh, Greg, good to talk to you. How you doing, man? I know you're headed to Arkansas here in a couple days. I will be in Arkansas Thursday. As a matter of fact, Thursday and and Fort Smith and Friday and Fayetteville. And this is for your book signing. And uh, for those that don't know, I think we mentioned on the show uh, hmm. About your book a couple couple weeks ago, but well, I don't of, remember. Let's yeah, touch get, on get, it get again. The, yeah. No doubting, Thomas. Of course, tell us the story of how the book came together. Well, well, first of all, let, let me plug where I'm going to be. Then, then we can go from there. Sure. So on Thursday from two to four, we'll be at the Artistic Bean uh, there in Fort Smith with uh, my co-writer Leela Leland uh, Barkley, and then we I will be Friday at the Diamond Center over on, off of Dixon from four. To 6:30, and then I'll also be at the uh, Black Alumni Golf Tournament there Friday morning. So, so all those places you can purchase you, the book and get you to sign it as well and meet you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I, I have on, on, on Facebook and throughout our little social media, I have a order form uh, where you can purchase it. You can also come to my uh, the No Doubting Thomas dot at Gmail dot com. But you can also ask questions, and we can get it up purchased there also. Yeah, you're good easy. Morning. Yeah, yeah, you're easy. Be, we're good. You're easy to track down on Facebook. I will say this: I ordered the book. Uh-huh. I didn't wait on Greg. I went and ordered it. <laughs> which I, Greg said you should have ordered it through me. But what was <laughs> what was weird, Greg, is reading about you when I was when I was playing with you. It was sort of bizarre. Sure. you telling the stories about you know some of the things you were dealing with, and I was there with you. That may be the first time I think I've ever read a book where. I'm I'm in there at, at the same right, time it's like period. looking over your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's sort of, yeah I follow you. So for those that don't know and haven't heard, just so how did the book come about? Well, it, you know, it was something that began in, in 1984. That that freshman season, uh, Otis Lloyd and Kerry Owens and Reggie Hall. You know, the stud guard three. Mm-hmm. Uh, just put it on my mind back then. This is something that's never been done here. You may want to document it and. Throughout those four years, I documented way more stuff than I needed to. Right. And, and over the over the course of time, you know, you pick it up 10 years later and then you put it back down and you have children and you're running around trying to find yourself. I picked it up again, put it down. But during the pandemic, uh, you know, school was different. I didn't have to be, in the, you know, in, on the campus all day, every day for eight hours. I only have four hours. So within the four-hour frame, I picked it up again and started writing and uh, found me a co-author, Leland Barkley, right there in Fort Smith. And then, voila, this is what we had. Well, so so for those that don't know, again, you you weren't the first black athlete to play up there, obviously. And and, and, uh, so there's others that came before you in the 70s that were playing football. But what was unique is you were the first black quarterback. So, so. You know, make, Listen, and being, that, uh, yeah, that, that, that's just not unique for Arkansas. I mean, when you came on, I mean, it was it, it was. You didn't have a lot of yeah, uh, black and, quarterbacks and, and at the nationwide time. football uh, pro or not? Yeah. Well, first of all, David, I was second. Martin LeBond was the first one uh, to play uh, five or seven plays in uh, in '78. Okay, so, so he, I was the second about eight nine years later. 
and I was the first to start. First to start, yeah. So he got some playing yes, time, but you, you were the first to, to actually run the team. And so, so yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, so talk about again. Talk about some of the. Obviously, we want people to read the book, but maybe just talk about a couple of the things that you were dealing with. It maybe because I'm going to tell you, Greg, I, I was a team captain, and some of the things you talk about in the book, I was never told, I was not exposed to. So you kept a lot, you know a lot of this to yourself, and with you and the staff, or Dean, or your team, you know your closest friends. Talk about some of the things that you were sort of dealing with that was going on when you were playing. Well, it, it was a different time. Um, I think I was one of probably seven in the nation of 121, 125 D1 schools. I was one of seven uh, there in 85. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just people in general. Now, overwhelmingly, I was accepted. Yeah, yeah. But it it don't take a lot to to, to upset an outside. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure, sure. Um, But I got letters all the time. And the letters that I received, I'm pretty sure Coach Hatfield received the same amount of letters mm-hmm. or more. Mm-hmm. Uh, fortunately and unfortunately, many of those letters got to me. Mm-hmm. And as an as a 18 year old, uh, I, I wasn't really expecting that. I didn't even know that they had not had another black quarterback there since '78. I was unaware mm-hmm. when when I accepted that scholarship. But coach, you know, Coach Hatfield said, if you come in, you can play quarterback. Everywhere else, they wanted me to play, you know, you know, receiver, DB, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, it was explained to me by some of our teammates. Hey, dude, they don't. We don't have black quarterbacks here. Mm-hmm. We don't. It doesn't happen. It hasn't happened. Right. And so, all right, let's let's talk about it. And then you know, we started playing ball. You know, I had to go down to with Coach Goldsmith and. In your defensive unit to uh, try to make a little hay because I wasn't even getting <laughs> yeah. an opportunity well, with our team that those first two weeks. Right. So it changed uh, pretty quickly. Let's say by the third game, I'm playing in the third game there in, in Little Rock. And before I get back, before we get back, let's say as a team, because we took those, you know, our little lyrics yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And before we got back to Fayetteville, it was on from then on, you know, the the, the craziness and the, the unbelief became a reality. Well, the other thing about it is think about, you know, again, it was how crazy you had no social media back then. And so if people wanted to, you know, say something negative about you, harass you in some way, write was, either write you a letter or actually call your room. I mean, you could actually call, you, room. call your room. Well, you know, you guys used to have a directory out, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, I, I guess those those, those numbers call were out or people could, could find them. I, in, in, you know, of course, I think of, you know, other players, you know, obviously in a different circumstance, what you were dealing with. I remember hearing, I think Greg Horns talked about it. You know, he, he didn't took, Ricky Norton used to get some uh, letters like that too yeah. on the basketball team, I think? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes, Ricky got a lot. Yeah, I was going to say that, but Greg Horn, who was not black, it was white, but he, you know, those the game against Texas when he missed the three field goals. I remember he took a lot of grief. Again, this was before people had a lot of different access, and that was the way you did. You wrote letters, right. or you called. So, so looking back at that, Greg, now, so what, what's your big takeaway from that time, and and the kind of person you are now, and, where, and what you went through? What's your sort of big takeaway? Um, the, the biggest takeaway is. Some things you don't believe happens, and it happens. Right. And, and people don't believe stuff like that took place. It took place. In the book, I gave examples of teammates. I allowed them to answer the phone so they could hear it. 
So I couldn't say it happened and, and had no one to verify. Right. Right. Uh, I had teammates answer the phone. And they came, you know, at water, come get the phone. Check this out. <laughs> right. Anthony Chambers, come over here. Listen to this. Uh, my roommate was David Smart at that time. Man, he took the brunt And he did everything. And it's in the book. And he did everything he could to persuade me not to answer the phone uh, from that that uh, that Navy game, the TCU game, the next week, until we finally, you know, got the phone number changed. He took the brunt up. Now, Greg, were and, you were you getting these? Were you the only player because you were the quarterback? Do you think they were targeting you as well? Obviously, you, uh, you know what I they mean. They asked for me, <laughs> David. They didn't. They didn't ask. They, it, is this Greg Thomas' room? So I would say, yeah, it was somewhat okay. targeted. I mean, the, the other ones didn't. Uh, Atwater, you know, Atwater never said he got in. I'm not doubting you get no. them. Don't get me wrong. No. I'm just asking. None of the other guys got it. Well, let, let me put it to you like this: You, you remember we had those uh, programs, correct? Yeah. Remember the, oh, yeah, the, the, the media guys. Yeah. The media yeah. Remember that? Yeah. They put our phone number and stuff in there. No, I understand. I understand. I heard that yeah. the coaches' well, numbers used to be on there as well. You could get older yeah. coaches yeah. as well. So I know you guys had directories out like that, but you were getting them. None of your other teams, because Baz, right. you're, you're oblivious to this going on, yeah. yes? Yeah. So no, Greg I, yeah, was yeah, able to keep yeah. that. And, 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 you yeah. know, that's the interesting. Of course, you know what, too? I, I think about it now. I, I'm glad you pointed this out early, though, Greg, in the, in, in the interview. You said, you know what? It was not the majority. And you know what's sad, what's sad about it, Greg, is that there's probably still sure. a chunk of people out there that would still do the same thing, yep. that uh, I think you're always going to have racism out there. It's, it's going to be out there. Yeah. What's, what's tough is to, to be in a high-profile situation, 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid. And, yeah, that's a whole different thing. Being 50 is one thing, being 18. That's right. You know, the, the, you know, the other thing, Greg, by the way, we're visiting with Greg Thomas, if you just tuned in. His, his new book is No Doubting Thomas, Hog Whisperer, and uh, he'll be in Northwest Arkansas. We'll mention those locations here in a second. Yeah. But the good thing, too, when you were playing, we were winning. You know, that 85 team, obviously, that was a 10-2 and two team, which certainly would have been even worse if we, you know, the situation for you if we were losing. But we were winning, which I think, I mean, again, it wouldn't prevent those people who were going to call, but it at least that we were winning games on the field, at least from a team standpoint. Unbelievable team, Bass. Yeah. Unbelievable team. You know what? We should do something and recognize that 85 team also. That that was pro- – I will stick our team and put them up against any team that's come through there. Yeah, we were, yeah we were ten and two and lost two games by a combined six points. That was uh, six points. Yeah, yeah. Team that you led as the defense of captain, and, and y'all didn't even give up a one rushing touchdown in in, in a, an entire season. Yeah, it's crazy. Those are things that we don't never talk about. That that we got to experience. My worst four years was nine and four. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. We had, we went four straight bowl games during that time. Uh, so we have some great teams. We just didn't win the conference, which was, you know, that that's something that that's not good, you know. But we got second. No one wants to be, you know, second place every time. But yeah. that was our worst season. Was nine and four. We just had a nine and four season, and we're celebrating that now yeah. in twenty twenty one. Is there is there anything you think, Greg? Is there anything looking back that that you think that could have been done differently that could have helped, or is just you just think that's you're going to have to. There are always going to be those kind of people. But looking back now, having been through it, would, would you have said, man, we need to try. It would have been better if we would have handled it this way or, or, or some other you know, way of looking at it. Well, you know, situations are situations. I don't know. You know, the personality, uh, I was protected by the team. So that that's the best thing I want people to know. It's not a negative book. Those are just circumstances yeah. that transpired 
during the four years that I was there. Uh, but and, and people being ugly is people being ugly. You, yeah. you take that right. with anything. You can be black, white, green, whatever. If you're not successful, you know, people are going to complain. And, and they have the right to. We have the best fans in the world. Just some of those fans took it to a whole different level. And, and it wasn't Fayetteville. I'm shocked. <laughs> we played in Ole Miss, as I mentioned in the yeah. book. Mm-hmm. That's the worst place I was ever treated was in Jackson, Mississippi. Don't care if I ever go back to Mississippi. <laughs> I hear you. Ever. Greg, ba- Baz, Baz was oblivious to what was happening and, and going on, and you had Atwater and some of the other players answer the phones uh, for you, and I guess these were also uh, uh, other uh, of your black teammates that did that. Were you told to keep this quiet during that time, not let it get out, not let it expand so that uh, uh, it doesn't give credence to that person that's calling you and make more people do it? Did the universe, Did the coaches, uh, either Hatfield or – or uh, Coach Broll say, "Let's keep it. Let's keep it quiet." No, it was never a keep quiet situation. But we didn't get the phone changed for four weeks. Well, I don't know what that is. Uh, I can honestly tell you, it wasn't the same person. Gotcha. We we know that for a fact. Sure. Yo, no, it wasn't the same person. Okay. It was females. It was young people, old people. It was oh, it was great. Well, the, the the great the great part about the story is uh, you persevered. And uh, you uh, obviously you were you led some great Razorback teams. You know we mentioned that uh, the '85 yeah. team. I seen you were ten and two, and those were some fun years. And you were a great quarterback. I, I I don't know. I guess you probably saw. And one thing Greg does a good job is keeping up with all of his former teammates and not only his teammates, Razorbacks as well. You saw where Brad Taylor went in the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame, and he preceded yes. he preceded you, and and it was a real real nice night for Brad as well. Yes, and sorry I couldn't. I wasn't there to. To welcome him in there also. Uh, but I'll say it was the greatest time of my life. I, I promise you that. We had great teams, had great teammates. I stay in contact with as many as I possibly can, as well as you guys. You know, we, we laugh and joke from time to yeah, time. Yeah, you betcha. You betcha. Um, but we were successful also. Yeah, that, that's so, right. That, that's the thing I think gets, gets, gets lost. Uh, but to answer your, your previous question, no, no one said keep it quiet. I just think it was bigger than what we we knew. Yeah, and I, I don't think some people or those that were that could have said something or done something. I don't. I just think they just let it ride. Gotcha. Well, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I just, I, I just. Well, you were talking about you were talking about Bill Russell back in yeah. the fifties. Well, and how, we're, talking yeah. About, we're talking, yeah, back in the fifties, the sixties, even that. But I mean, when you look at the, watching this winning, and and it was how many years ago today that uh, Magic Johnson you the Lakers well, was? Yeah. yeah. So you got Magic Johnson, who in 79, 80, 81, 82, they're going to Boston, which is one of the what, what has yeah, been considered yeah. one of the most racist areas yeah. in our country. Yeah. Was uh, Boston? Yeah. This is where our country began. Yeah. You know, as far as the freedom trail and all that goes. So that was going on. But but you know I I didn't I didn't see it I didn't know what was happening you're on the team and didn't see what was going on and as fans we didn't know that but we definitely don't deny that things like that could have uh, uh, happened and well I think it too I think I think it shows geez. I think it does show you know your toughness uh, Greg obviously yeah. it, you know obviously love the Davis March a great guy I love the fact that he was stepping in there with you as, as a roommate and, and and that's one of the great things you too you have your teammates that are there in your corner mm. you know that's the ultimately that's what this is all about to be honest with you that's one yeah. of the great greatest things about playing sports is that 40 years later you're still buddies and you remember yeah. those times you, you you know you're leaving out on the field and practice and yeah. t- you know taking up for 
you know, one another yeah. when you can. So, um, but listen, I, 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 I love the fact that you're willing to write the book. Again, it's called No Doubting Thomas, Hog Whisper, And um, you're going to be Thursday at Artistic Bean in Fort Smith from 2 to 4. And Friday, you, Friday you're going to be in Fayetteville at the Diamond Center from 4 to 6.30. And that, you can find that information. If you go to Greg's Facebook page, Greg Thomas, you'll see it on there. And that you also had a co-writer who is uh, Leland Barkley. And uh, now, will you will you write another book? Is this is this a one one off deal, one time only? Oh no, no, no. We there there will be two more for sure. Oh, two more. What's the what's... second book? I'm trying to ride this one and learn the industry, man. I'm I am now an entrepreneur. I'm now oh. a salesman. Okay. I'm a marketing man. You know, I have a, a great uh, companion, uh, Rebecca. She's doing everything to help me. And I love you, baby. Appreciate it. Got to give her a little shout out. Sure, sure. Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? We're, we're, leading, yeah, we're you trying know, to figure this out, bro. I'm, so, I'm, I'm wondering, should I be inspired that the to old write a book? Maybe I can call it uh, Mustaches and Neck Rolls, the uh, story of 53. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yours would the be about all the things listen, that were listen. happening while I was in school that I knew nothing about. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, Greg, listen, you're you're a great guy. I'm excited about you. Just keep us posted. If you come to Central Arkansas, let us know. Of course, we'll 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 promote the fact you're signing books uh, here. I, you know, I, I got your book. I got to read about one chapter, and then I, I left out of the country. And so now that I'm back, I'm going to dive into it and read it. Yeah. It's not it's not a tough read. It's not you know it's not a dictionary long book. And so. I think everybody will enjoy it. It certainly was fun for me to sort of relive, sure. you know, just the Where early part you? of just yeah. yeah that we were there that you were playing, you know, reliving some you of the games. Those yeah, phones. yeah, you yeah, remember yeah, those, yeah, 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 all that stuff. Absolutely. Well, we'll be we, hopefully we'll be in Little Rock in, in June. That's that's the goal. Well, then good to uh, come, come back here in June. Well, yeah, come on the show. I appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk about it uh, without giving it away. I, I want people to read it. It's yeah. historical. It's. Um, not, not from my standpoint, from things that I get a chance to point out to who my mentors and heroes were. Uh, I come from a stable of good, strong men from San Angelo, Texas. And well, I want people to understand who they were and what they did, not only in Texas, but what they also presented for for the nation. Because one of those heroes uh, was the first to break the color barrier below the mason Dixon line. Ah. So there, it's, it's a lot of stuff in there. And I... Don't use the word a lot, but there's much information as much as storytelling. And Leland did a great job in how he framed it. And then we just took it from there with stories. It's, it's a great read, I can tell you that. I just, I just got this from uh, from uh, Terry Connor Johnson, who heads up the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame, said you, she would love to have a book signing at the museum if you want. So uh, when you come to Little Rock, right. if you want to have one there, uh, they extend you that offer. Well, thank you, Joe. Email it. To my, so I can follow up with it there. We will do that. I'm talking. I I can say and do a lot of things and forget a lot of stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm 56. <laughs> right. I know. I know. It's well, okay. You, Greg. Well, we look forward to having yeah, you down Greg. in Little Rock when you get here. Maybe get you up on the show with us then too, Greg. Yes, sir. Look forward to it. Uh, like I said, I apologize to all those that went into the Hall of Fame, not only in in uh, Fayetteville last weekend, but but there in Little Rock. But they'll have previous engagements and. Hopefully we can. Hopefully we'll do that where I'm going into that Hall of Fame. Let's say that, bad. That's exactly. I would love that, man. Uh-huh. That would be that would be uh-huh. fantastic, Greg. I would love and that. And I put that out there. <laughs> That's right. Great. That's yeah, right. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. Self promotion, baby. You got to do it. You got to yes, do sir. it. 
All right, Greg, we'll talk soon. Hi, buddy. Have fun in Northwest Arkansas. All right, Greg Greg Thomas. There it is. You got to go, Hogs. Yeah, there's an Amber Alert going on, a child abduction going on Is that what it is? I kept hearing it in the background, and my mother was, did it go on for more than one? I mean, it seemed like I saw. It went on for a couple of minutes here to let everybody get all the information in Spanish as well. Did it really? Yeah. Okay, very good. I didn't see it on my phone.